welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhak. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhak, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick. Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story, that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yossi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that J Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on JavidRadio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kayak from the Maya, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, Avis Abundant Program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your Benos, your Beis Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs' books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhak at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Wow. Okay, I see. <laughs> You're getting better every week. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I do have a very special request uh, for a story this week. Before I get to that, I just want to remind everybody that this week's story is responsive, is sponsored, 
as a refuah shleima for Chaim Yosef Tzvi ben Sar Miriam and for Perol Bas Chaya Rivka. Okay, now I have a very, very interesting story for this week. Uh, really? What is it? Well, I have a request. I'm going to read it. Dear Rabbi Erps. That's you. I know that. Okay, uh, um, um, can I read it? Uh, uh, okay, I'll read it. Dear Rabbi Erps, um, I heard this week someone tell a story about a dancing beer. I was wondering, I'm not going to tell you who told it, so this way it won't be any lesson her in case you say it bad and he does better or you do better and he does bad, so there won't be no names mentioned. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, I, I, um, oh, let's see what he says. Uh, oh, yeah, he says, I would like to hear your version of the dancing beer. Thank you. Yours truly, Maishie L. Okay. So, <clears throat> since he said it so nicely, Maishie L, um, I don't remember telling it here for a long time, and I don't remember telling it anyways in the other neighborhoods for a long time. So, I figured it was probably a story because everybody knows it, So, but uh, just in case. Nonetheless, since you requested it, I'm going to do it. You requested it so nicely, and I'm so happy that you would try to avoid Lush and Horror. So, I don't want to know who you heard it from, and maybe he's better than me. Halavai, you know, there's room for everybody. <coughs> <coughs> Why do you always do that? <coughs> <coughs> well, because um, <coughs> I gotta clear <coughs> my throat. Oh, okay, I'll do the same thing. No, no, no. Uh, uh, okay, uh, it's still odder. You know that. Uh, okay, so we're both doing the story. Well, if you know it, um, I'll do the dancing part. You do the talking part. Very funny. Okay, first of all, let me give you a little background. Uh, the Dancing Bear is a very interesting story. There's many versions of it. One thing is very clear. It happened with Rab Aryeleb Said. Said is the last name. Rab uh, Aryeleb Said uh, was known as the Shpolya Zeda, named after a particular town and named after because his uh, Zikainis, you know, that he was uh, elder and uh, very interesting. But even though he was an older person and whatever, and very smart person, and he did prover a gullus for a while, that means for those who don't speak the Yiddish, it means he did go into gullus for a while to perfect and, you know, personify his soul to be a better human being and a better person and so on and so forth. And, but later on, when he became known, <laughs> of course, uh, he became very famous, and one of the most famous things is, and they even, I know this for a fact, because one of the places I once told this story many years ago, very interesting. I, after I finish telling the story, somebody comes over to me and tells me that they're a great, 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 great grandson from the Shpolya Zeda, and they still have this kind of Malava Malka or get-together every year by his yard site, where uh, the family of the Shpolya Zeda get together and they make a Suda and they tell the story over. So, uh, of course, there's many versions of this, and so I'm going to tell the version that I know, because <laughs> that's what you asked for. Now, even the version that I know, there's a few possible changes, or well, maybe I'll say it during the story. So here we go. Okay, go ahead. Here I go. No, no, no. Here I go. No, no. Where, where are you going? <laughs> yeah, see. Okay. Anyways, this is a very long story from the version that I know. It's not the short version, so I'm going to try my best to get it all in. And maybe we'll have time for some phone calls. And I know it's pretty cold out there, so just stay warm and listen to this Vada Mamaisa. Okay. Many, many years ago, in the times, a little bit after the Baal Shem Tov, there was a person by the name of Rab'ayyeleb Said, and he would be known as the Shpolya Zayda. 
And the particular story of what happened, how we know the story of the dancing beer, is because uh, one time the great tzaddik, Avraham HaMalach, yes, that was his name, he was nicknamed Avraham HaMalach because he's so pure and holy and so on and so forth. Avraham was the son of Rabdov Bear, the Mezricha Magid. Anyways, one time he was over there and he noticed two things that kind of, uh, I don't know if you want to call it bloom away, that's the terminology that people say nowadays, but basically it kind of blew him away. Uh, what, what do you mean blew him away? Uh, like uh, did something and then the wind blew him away? No, well actually, see what happened was this, is that when it came Kabbalah Shabbos, now some people say a version that this happened during Kabbalah Shabbos, and some people say it was by Malava Malka on Motzah Shabbos. But either way, uh, this part <clears throat> is true, uh, this part. So um, what happened was is, when it came to L'chod Doidi, I don't know what the nigga is, but let's assume they're going, Whatever the nigga was, they were singing away. And the Shpolyazeda, as old as he was, he was still like jumping around, dancing around like he was a youngster. And he had these fancy moves. And of course, the Heilige, the Heilige Avraham Malach noticed these things. And then he noticed he just kept dancing. And not only that, but it was something strange. Not only did he know the fancy, fancy moves and he was able to do it with the easiest grace of everything, but also <laughs> he knew some secrets about Kavanas and things about greeting the Shabbos Malka. And this got uh, Avraham Malach curious. So Rama Malach asked him, and since he asked him, the Shbolyazeda decided to tell him the story. Years ago. Now, of course, names are just made up because in the story it just says, uh, you know, that there was a yin and so and so forth, or yesh poloni, and yes, baloney, and pastrami, whatever, you know. Anyway, so the bottom line comes out is we're going to use names other than the Shbolyazeda. Everybody else's name is uh, just made up so we can just make the story flow better. So anyways, what happened was is the Shpolyazeda was uh, already pretty known that he was a Shpolyazeda, but he wasn't the dancer yet at the time of the story. But instead, what he was, was a big Talmud Chacham and a big Rebbe that people went to ask questions and, and shyness and so on and so forth. But the meanwhile, there was a person named Shmelke. Tell me, Sprinter. Why are you looking at me in such a funny way when I come home from the farm? What's the problem? Oi, we got a bigger problem, such a tremendous problem. I'm telling you, this is an unbelievable problem. You know what the problem is? I gotta tell you what the problem is. The problem is we have a daughter. Why is it a problem? I love my daughter. You love your daughter too, no? We both love our daughter. What's the problem? <laughs> Very funny. However, that's not the problem. The problem is she's getting older. Well, everybody gets older. I'm getting older. You're getting older. I'm getting a little fatter. And maybe I, I mean, when I mean, you know, yeah, we go. You know, things happen when we get older. Yes. 
But she has to get married. I hope so. I don't want her to ask for Solomon if time is up. You know, when our time is up, I don't want to go to Shemaim as a as an old lady without ever having, uh, you know, uh, hushing him with a fine younger man. Uh, and have, can, can I hold on my spooker, you know? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So, but there's only one problem. Our daughter's old enough and she's ready to get married. Ah, oh, very good. So, uh, what's the problem? I should talk to the Shatrin? Uh, that's not going to help. Why not? I talk very well. Yes, you do. <laughs> Even sometimes you talk with marbles in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but, but. Well, but we need money. Money? Ah, oh, you mean like to make a chasna, we need money. Oh, <laughs> we need money to make a chasna. <laughs> very funny. Where are we going to get money is a good question. All right, listen, I farm the farm. I do the best I can. And what should I do? I can't do much, you know what I mean? Yes, I know. So maybe you're going to go to the Rebbe and ask him for a bruche. Ah, sure, of course. Great idea. Let me go. And sure enough, he went to the Rebbe. And when he got to the Rebbe, the Rebbe looked at him and he said, I see. Schmelke, Schmelke. Do you have a munus chachomim? Uh, uh. I have a pair of pants and I have a shirt. I asked you if you have a munus chachamim. Ah, a munus chachamim. <laughs> you mean like, uh, do I believe in Talmudic chachamim? Of course. Do you trust that they have a hotline to a Kaddish Borcho? Um, yeah, yeah, you tell me you do. I, I trust you. Good. Let me tell you what you need to do. In the next town, there is a very interesting uh, thing going on there. Yeah, what's going on? Well... They're going to be selling a lottery. A lot? Oh, a lottery ticket! Yay! So why are we going to do with that? Uh, why, why, why are you telling me this? Because, you see, you need to have Tosna Shemizborg be talking that everything is going to be good. And what's going to happen is you are going to buy one, not 20. Some people think if they buy more tickets, they have a better chance of winning. It's all Min of Shemaim. You have to make your Heshtadlis. And your Heshtadlis is, you have to buy one lottery ticket. Now, this is the catch. No matter what happens, don't give up the lottery ticket. Because that's the winning ticket. Huh? Yeah? Really? Oh, okay. No problem. I'm going to do that. Whatever you say. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. La la la, kiss kiss. <laughs> All right, very good. I'm gonna go to the next town. Let me get on my horse and let me get up. All right, <laughs> I'm here in the next town. Let me get off my horse. All right, now let me go. Uh, excuse me, pardon me. Yeah, what can I do here? I'm looking for the place where they sell the lottery tickets. Oh, just in time. The man is over there. We see where the crowd is. That's where it is. Good luck, buddy boy. <laughs> I'm not going to buy this year. Why not? Because for the last ten years, the one who wins the lottery is the porridge. <laughs> the porridge? <laughs> not this year. I'm winning. My rabbi told me. Nobody. Your rabbi told you? Yeah. <laughs> This I gotta see. Yeah, I got. I'm, you gotta see, but I'm gonna see. <laughs> Goodbye. I have moons for home. You have been. Oh yeah. Okay. Whatever. And he came over 
to the place where they sell the lottery tickets. And all of a sudden, the guy started screaming out, Get your lottery tickets here! Step right up, step right up here! The more tickets you have, the better the chances are that you have to win! So step right up, one after the other! Come here, come here, come here! A ruble a ticket! Let's go, a ruble a ticket! Come, come, come! Your chance to win 100,000 rubles! Yes, 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 yes! This man pops up. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. <laughs> you see, I'm here from the poet Tchaikovsky, you see. And as a person coming from the poet Tchaikovsky, you see, I have my ten rubles to buy the ten tickets. So give me the ten tickets, please. Yes, sir! Right away, sir! <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me. What do you need to buy 10 tickets for? What do you mean when I've got to buy 10 tickets for? Because I every year buy 10 tickets, and for the last 10 years, the porridge Tchaikovsky, he has been winning the lottery. Ha 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 You people are wasting your time. <laughs> really? I don't think so. I think maybe you are wasting your time, you know that? Because this year, my rabbi said, I'm going to win the lottery ticket. So, sei gesund. And Mr. One lottery ticket, please. That'll be one ruble. You sure you don't want to buy more? Nah, I only need one. My rabbi said one. That's all I need. Thank you very much. I was me, so getting very late. I think I'm going to have to stay in by an inn. But I can't afford such a big fancy room. So, I'll go to a, 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 a verschlepp the crank uh, broken down inn. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And so, that's what he did. Uh, I was about to say that. I know, but I jumped in fast. Okay, anyways, so what ended up happening was, is that he went to the inn, he settled in, he dove a myriv and everything, whatever was necessary, said Malamit, and he went to sleep. But so did the pirates that night. But this time when the pirates went to sleep, Parachalkovsky started to hear some strange thing in his head. He was starting to have a dream. A very funny kind of dream he had. And all of a sudden, in the dream, he saw his papa. That's right, he saw his father. And his father came in and said, Polestelkovsky, my son William, wake up, wake up. Ah, what's going on here? Who's waking me up? Oh, father, papa. What are you doing in my dream? You're supposed to be dead. Yes, I am. But I came here to warn you that this year you will not be winning the lottery. What? What are you talking about? I've been winning the lottery for the past ten years. I buy enough tickets that my chance is better than anybody else's. Not this year. A Jew by the name of Schmelker, who is staying in the broken-down hotel at the end of the road, he is the one that's going to win this year. If you don't hurry, if you don't hurry and get his ticket from him, you will lose. All right, I'll get it from him in the morning. No, you must get it from him now. Why now? Because Jewish people get up in the morning early and they have to make Zaman Kriyashma and Zaman Tvila. And therefore, he will get up earlier than you, and then he will leave, and then he'll be gone, and he will have the winning ticket with him. So if you want the winning ticket, you had better wake up and get it now. 
Uh, yeah, okay. And so the pirates, he got up. And he went and he... Went in his pajamas. It's more funnier that way. Okay, he went in his pajamas. And he went to the hotel. And the man at the desk said, Excuse me, sir, you can't come in here like this, you know. Uh, besides, uh, are you sleepwalking? Because you're walking in your pajamas. I am Sir William Tchaikovsky. Oh, Sir William Tchaikovsky. What does that name sound familiar? I own half this town. Oh, so therefore... I own this hotel. Oh, oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Go right ahead. Whatever you want. Where is the juice milker sleeping? In room 15. Thank you. And with that, the pirates went all the way upstairs. And he came knocking on the door. But he knocked so hard that the door popped off the hinge. And when he knocked it off the hinge... Schmelke woke up. Eh? Huh? Uh, what's going on here? Oh, I'm having a nightmare. A boogie monster just came into the room. <laughs> How do you do, Schmelke? Oh, no, this boogie monster knows my name. I'm having a nightmare. Wake up, wake up, wake up. You are up. You're not having a nightmare. I am Porit Tchaikovsky. Uh, and I'm Schmelke. <laughs> How are you? How are you? How are you? Now you listen to me. What you have to do is the following. You have to sell me your ticket, and I will give you my ticket. After all, you have one ticket, I'll give you one of my tickets, okay? And then I'll be nice to you. I'll even give you uh, a thousand rubles with it. How do you like that? Huh? I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. I bought the ticket. My rabbi said this is the winning ticket, and therefore I got to keep it. He said I should not give it to anybody. And you want to pay me a thousand rubles. Wow, that's very interesting. Oh, because, you know, if you win, you get a hundred thousand rubles. That's a big investment. Okay, I understand. However, my ticket is not for sale. Now, listen here. I'm a nice guy. You're a nice guy. You break down my door. You come in here in the middle of the night. You wake me up in the middle of the night. And it's still dark outside. And maybe there's a boogie monster or two running around. Maybe not. I don't know. But anyways, the bottom line is you come in here and you wake me up and you say you're a nice guy. Ha! Where'd you get that idea? Now, listen here. I could have been really mean. Really? Like like what? How, how mean could you be? I could have beaten you up and steal away from you that ticket anyways. No, 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 no. That's not nice of you. Now, you listen to me. This ticket is not from sale, okay? Man Rebbe. Man Rebbe gesucht as oi, ex on You understand? Man Rebbe said I should not sell the tickets. I'm not going to sell the ticket. I say you should. I say I won't. I say you should. I won't. All right. I was nice until now. Now I'm not going to be so nice. Give me your ticket right now. No, no, no. I said no. No, 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 no. You better give me your ticket now or else. And else what? I'll take you and I'll beat you up until you give it to me. Oh, yeah, you have to catch me first. La, 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 kiss, kiss. And the next thing you know, uh, a Schmelka was running around the bed, under the bed, over the bed, jumping on the bed, boom, 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 swinging on the chandelier, going this way, going that way, and he was being chased by the pirates. And finally, the pirates cornered him and got him, and he held him against the wall. Now, give me the ticket. I'm not giving her the ticket. Oh, yeah? Well, let me search your pockets here. Ah, I got it. <laughs> give me back the ticket. It's my ticket. The rabbi gave me a boha. Give me the ticket. Now, listen here. Take my ticket. I'll give you one of mine. Here you go. <laughs> and I'll keep my word. Here's a thousand rubles. <laughs> Goodbye, Schmelka. <laughs> Remember me. I'm a nice guy. Yeah, you're a nice guy. 
Oh, he raised me. I never what I'm going to do. And when he got back to the town, he went straight to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe said, Zorzichnish! Zorzichnish? You come and buy a lottery ticket. And I bought it. And now I lost it. Actually, it was thought of me. What did I do? I'm not going to win. Zorzichnish, you will win. What do you mean? But he has the winning ticket. No, 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 no. You do. I do? I didn't understand. It's very simple. Let me explain to you. You see, what happened is like this. You see, in reality, you see, you think for a moment that, you know, the ticket was going to win, right? I did, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's good, because that shows you have a Munus HaChomim. However, because you had such strong Munus HaChomim, and you believe that you had the winning ticket, therefore you would hold on to it and, and, and not let it go so easily. Now, let me tell you something. Unfortunately, Schmelke, your muzzle is not so great, but this Poritz has great muzzle. So I was mispalel that Hashem should make him have a sort of a dream, sort of. And he was told that you have the winning ticket. So he exchanged it. And you got a thousand rubles for a bonus. <laughs> this will keep you going in too much time for the lottery drawing. And finally, the day of the lottery drawing came. And they announced the winning number. Seven, five, three, five, three, seven, one, nine. And it's my number. I won. I won. What? I lost. It's impossible. But wait a minute. That number. I used to have that ticket. That's a ticket I gave to him. Somehow he tricked me. How did he make me have that dream? Oh, I'll get revenge on him, but I, I don't even know where he lives. Ah, uh, maybe if I get my revenge on all the Jews, then I'll eventually get my revenge on him. Hmm. I'm going to start a new policy. Yes. From this day forward, anyone, any Jew that owes money for property and he doesn't pay his rent on time, after the warning, I will have him thrown into a pit. A dungeon type of pit. Yes. And then I will let him starve there. For a few days before my birthday. Yes, for two, three days he won't eat. Then, because I don't want to see their faces, I'll have my servant put on a bearskin soaked with water. So it'll be very, very heavy. <laughs> and I'll make a deal. If he can outdance me. Now, according to one version, it was the pirates that did the dancing. According to another version... It was a Cossack soldier from the pirates. If he can outdance my dancer, then he will be forgiven from his debt, and then I will be thrown instead into the pit. <laughs> but that will never happen, because no Jew, no human being even, that stars for three days can wear a heavy bearskin soaked in water and beat my dancer. <laughs> and so there it was. It was time for making a chasana for Schmelke's daughter. And he found a very good shidduch. Oh, remember, I agreed to marry a daughter and we agreed upon that nodingeld, okay? So, and you're going to give me the nodingeld uh, before the chasana starts, right? Of course. If I said something, I'm going to keep my voice bad as Hashem, okay? Yeah, bim, bam, bam, bim, bam, bim, bam. And as the days were going on, 
and weeks were moving on. And of course, in Schmelke's house, they were counting the days and the nights as it was getting closer to the wonderful Simcha of making a chasna, marrying off her daughter, when Chaim began to realize something. Oh, let me look at my calendar. Oh, oh, I got a problem here on my calendar. I got to pay the parents to rent. Oh, oh, let me see what I got here. Oh, my goodness. I owe him over a thousand. Wow. So much I owe. Oh, my goodness. I haven't paid him in a long time. And now he's got this new rule. Oh, boy. Yeah, nobody can outdance him. I remember what happened to Yosula, poor fella. Then they threw him back in the pit and he stopped at death. Oh, this is terrible. What am I going to do? I don't want to be in the pit either. I, I, oh, oh, then if, 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 if he takes me to the pit, he's going to find that I'm hiding. Shmela, shmela, shmela. Because Shmela, um, uh, he didn't have the money. And they threw him in the pit. And then I, I kind of, when he couldn't outdance and they threw him back in the pit, I snuck back and I snuck him out. And he, he hides by my house to be wild. And if they find me, they find him. Oh, big trouble. Oh, I put some bones from an animal in there. And they think that was his bones. <laughs> oh, boy, what am I going to do? Wait a minute, Schmelke won the lottery. He could help me out. Do you know the routine? Ah, with the dead, with the, with the bear and everything. Yeah, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, my. So, so what do you want? Oh, um, uh, well, I was just hoping maybe you could lend me the money. No, 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 no. I need this money for the Hasana. I have the money put aside for the Hasana. I bought already many things for the Hasana and everything, you know, and then I lend the money for the Nadin. Because if I don't have the Nadin, the Hasana is off. No, 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 no. I can't lend it. Listen to me. If you don't give me the money, I'm not just to be the only one that's going to die. What are you talking about? Because Schmerl is going to die also. Schmerl? How is Schmerl going to die? What are you talking about? Well, you see, Schmerl was the last guy that was thrown in the pit, and he couldn't outdance him, so they threw him into the pit to die, right? Yeah, you had to stop the death. Yeah, but they found his bones. I terrible. Oy, oy, oy. I'm, I feel so sorry for him. Well, don't feel so sorry for him unless you want to feel sorry for him. What do you mean? He's a year. I feel sorry for him. You don't understand. He's alive. What? He's alive? What are you talking about? Yes. You see, because I snuck in uh, a little later on and took him out, and I substituted uh, animal bones over there. So, um, really, uh, it's not his bones. It's from an animal. Hey, very interesting. So, where is he? Oh, I've been hiding him all this time, and I was hoping that the person would have a change of heart with his policy, but so far he hasn't done that. Uh-huh, I see. So, uh, what's going on? What's, what's the problem? You need 50,000 rubles because that's a big hive you have? Yeah, yeah, because for so many years I didn't pay. And now he got really mean. Aye, 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 this is terrible. 
So, I, you know, but I, but I don't know. But if you didn't pay up so many years, how are you going to pay me back? Listen, trust me, trust me, I'll pay you back. You'll see, you'll see. Right now, you have a choice. Either I die, or or, or you make a chasna, or you don't make a chasna, or you do make a chasna, and I don't die. You're confusing me. Well, uh, maybe Hashem will, will reward you because you saved me. Uh, therefore, even if I don't have the money to pay you back, he'll make sure you make a chasna. I, 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 I hope so. I mean, all right, you know, my heart bleeds for you. I don't want you to die. So I'm going to give you the money. Oh, thank you so much. And of course, the next day, the pirates' soldiers were there. All right, buddy boy. You better have that 50000 or else. <laughs> You're the next guy to go into the pit. <laughs> what do you say to that? Oh, what was there not? <laughs> Here's your 50000 Give me a receipt. Oh, uh, where did you get that? Oh, it's not your business. Uh, I have it. That's it. Pay up and that's it. Uh, Paris not going to like it, but all right. That's the way it goes. And so, as the weeks went by, the chasna was getting closer. Chaim, uh, you promised me you're going to pay me. Oh, I'm trying to, but things are not going so well. And I, and I, and I, and I can't make ends meet. Yeah, but you know, I can't make ends meet either. I'm, I'm running out of money, and I don't have the money for the nat anymore. And, and if I don't pay the nat guilt by next week, you know, the chasna is going to call off the chasna. Well, if he calls off the chasna, then maybe he's not the real chasna for your daughter. Maybe he is, maybe. I don't know, but I have to do my hashtag list. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You definitely do. You definitely do. I'm going to try my best to pay you. And of course, he couldn't pay. That's right. And because he couldn't pay, ah, things were going bad. The chassin dropped the whole shidduch. He left her alone. And she was very sad and upset. And so was Schmelke. And Schmelke's muzzle continued the way it was. And, of course, there was nothing going good for him. Schmelke was losing money like crazy. And eventually, he became so poor, he couldn't pay his bills. And he had only one thing left, to go and maybe rent a better field from the pirates. And that's what he did. So he went over to the pirates. But he didn't recognize that this pirates was the same pirates that <laughs> bought the lottery. <laughs> but the pirates recognized Melka. And so, I'm, I, I want to like rent a piece of land. Maybe we can make a contract together. You know what I mean? Sure. Wait a minute. I recognize this person. That's the one. That gave me that ticket. He's the one that ruined my luck. Oh, I know what I'm going to do with him. Oh, yes, indeed. Oh, yes, I know what I'm going to do with him. No question about it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes! Schmelk is your name, right? Uh, yeah, that's my name. Good, wonderful, wonderful, not a problem. So listen what I'm going to do. I like you very much. I'm going to give you the best piece of land. And I'm going to charge, uh, you know, uh, about uh, uh, 500 rubles uh, half a year. No, you know what? I'll tell you what. Uh, at the end of the year, you pay me 1,000 rubles. Uh, it's to be a week before my birthday, okay? And uh, you remember, read the fine print. How do you define print? Oh, the dancing bear. All right. Don't worry. I'm going to pay you. Don't worry. It's the best field, so I should be able to make a lot of money, yeah? Oh, yes, the best. But when Schmelke got there, how was he in for a surprise? The field wasn't the best. It was the worst. It was filled with rocks all over the place. And no matter how hard he tried to cultivate the land, he couldn't. When nothing grew. And the time was up and he didn't have the money. And the parrot sent his soldiers. <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to take him? Of course we're going to take him. Let's go, Smoke. You don't have the money? Come with us. But I, 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 it's not fair. He tricked me. He gave me the voice piece of land. 
It's not my problem. Not my problem, man. Let's go. And they schlepped him away. And they threw him into the pit. But before they threw him into the pit, the pirate who was sitting in the wagon turned his head around and he looked and he saw somebody looking from the window. Who is that looking at me from the window? That's my daughter. Is she married? She was supposed to be, but somebody owed me money and didn't pay up. So now I can make the husband so she's not married. Great. Tell you what, Schmelka. I'll be nice to you. Your daughter looks like a very pretty lady. I'll marry your daughter. And then I'll forgive you for the, uh, you know, the debt that you have. What? Are you out of your mind? You're a shaggots. You're a goy. I should sell my daughter to you and let you marry her while well, you're crazy. If you're my guy, you become a year the right way. You become a Jew the way you're supposed to be. I'll think about it. But right now, a shaggots? No way. Guy away from you. Go away from me. I'm not going to do it. Your last chance. Let me marry your daughter and you're free. Otherwise, I'll go to the dungeon, don't worry. Hmm, then I'll get your daughter after you die. <laughs> Can he actually do that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What are they going to do? And they threw him into the pit. And they put a cover right on top. And they gave him very little food. Because they didn't want him to have so much strength as they were getting closer and closer to the pirates' birthday. In the pit, Schmelke did what any good Yid would do. He was Mespalel. But since they threw him into the pit without a sither, he was Mespalel with his own words. And Hashem listens to Trilos, even if it's in your own words, if it comes from your heart. So let me tell you what happened. Schmelke was in the pit, and he began to cry. Hi, It's me. Remember me? I'm your, I'm the little Schmelkele. Yes, I'm not a particular special person. I, I, I finished the most gallant. I'm not the most learned person in the world. But, but I try to do chesed. You know, because I, I lent money to try to save my friend of the Heimel. Mm, the Hashni was called up. Maybe he's right. Maybe he wasn't the right Hashni for my daughter. But the bottom line is, I had no money and I took a piece of land from him. What are they going to do? Everybody <laughs> should them. In a few days, I'm going to be dancing with the, with the, the Boric's dancer. And then I'm not going to make it. I'm going to die. And then he's going to take my daughter, please. Don't let my daughter marry a shy girl. Please, please. Don't boy, you should let him help me. And of course, when people cry from their hearts the right way, with real meaning and real feeling, Hashem hears. And if you are worthy, then Hashem listens. And this chus of the chesed that he did, it seemed to be that Hashem listened. And what ended up happening was, one night, it was a Motzei Shabbos, according to one version. And he was learning. And all of a sudden, he heard a voice. Ah, I recognize the voice. My good friend, Eleonovi, you come to learn with me tonight? I did not come to learn with you tonight, regular Torah. I came to send you on a mission 
the Rabbeinah Shalom has heard the Tfilos of Shmelke the Yid. Shmelke? The farmer? Yes. He is now in the dungeon pit from the Pared Tchaikovsky. And in a few days he will be starving. And they will put the bearskin soaking wet on him. And then he will have to try to outdance the Cossack. But he will not be able to. Oy, oy, oy. This is not very good. The Rabbi said I should come to you. And you are to go to where he is. And you are to take his place. And you will dance in the bear skin. And you will save Schmelke's life. Entschuldigt. Heilige Rebellion, Nui. I don't know the first thing about dancing. Learning, I know, but dancing, I don't know nothing. Don't worry. I will show you. I will teach you how to dance. Now come, follow my steps. Now pick up your foot like this. Now move like this. Now do this. And after about an hour or two, ah, the Heilige Spolia had every dance move known to the world and even those that were not known to the world. And he had it. And because of the bracha that Eleonavi gave him, even though he was not a youngster, he had the kaiches to dance and dance and dance. And then, when Eleonavi left, the Shpalya Zayda said, All right, I must say a little capital, a little piece of tefillah, and I'll have kifit zaderach. Metzali Hashem ekro. And he closed his eyes. And then, and then, when he opened it, he was right near the pit. And there was a guard standing there. <laughs> it's quite light tonight. <laughs> Thank God it's not so cold. <laughs> You're still down there. He's <laughs> still down there. Tomorrow he's going to go to dance. <laughs> he's starving. He's never going to make it. <laughs> I guess after that, he's going to be thrown into the pit, and then in a few days, I'll just have to clean up the bones. <laughs> All right, that's life. Yuck, 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 yuck. And the Shpolyazeda said another tefillah. And then suddenly the guy got sleepy. Hey, what are you You're so tired. <laughs> And the guard fell down, fast asleep. And he didn't make a sound except... Right? That's right. And meanwhile, Spolyazeda leaned over and he said, Schmelke! Schmelke! Huh? Huh? Is that you, Rebbe? Rebbe? Is that you? I, I, are you calling me? Yes, I am calling you. What, what are you doing here? It's very dangerous to be here. Please go away from here. I came to take your place. I'm going to dance in your place in the bearskin. But Rabbi, you never make it. Uh, don't ask questions. The Rabbinshalem heard your tefillahs. Now I'm going to lower a rope. And uh, take this rope and climb up. But Rabbi... Just do what I say. But Rabbi... Do what I say, you'll be saved. And the Rebbe lowered the rope. And of course he climbed up the rope. And then when Schmelke was on the top... But Rabbi... Listen to me. Take the rope and go. Don't worry about me. Everything is good. Don't worry. Guy, guy, guy. Go, go, go. And so Schmelke went. 
And he ran as fast as he could, and it wasn't so fast because he was starving. The next morning, the guard woke up. Did I fall asleep? Nah. I'm supposed to be on duty all night long. Nope, I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> Maybe I took a wink or two. <laughs> and suddenly, one of the guards from the palace came. You, Igor, it's time to bring up the prisoner. But the pirate doesn't want to see his face. So here's the bearskin soaking wet. Put it on him and bring him in. Yeah, okay, no problem. I'm going to do that. Hey, you down there. Take this rope and pull it up. And sure enough, he pulled himself up on the rope as hard as he could. Made believe that he couldn't really do it. And the Spolyazeda got to the top. But he bowed his head downwards so the guard could not get a good look at his face. And then he said, Here, put on this costume right now. And so he put on the beer costume, the beer suit. It was really made out of real bearskin, and bearskin has a lot of fur. And when it's soaking wet, it is heavy. All this was a precaution so that nobody should ever win the parrots, according to some, or the dancer, according to others. And so what ended up happening is the Shpolyazeda was led in. And no one knew that it was really the Shpolyazeda, and the Shpolyazeda was being led in. And the party was going on, the music was going all over the place. And as the music was playing and people were singing and dancing, the pirate said, Ah, ha, ha, gentlemen, gentlemen, everybody quiet down, quiet down. We're coming out to the best part of my birthday party. Okay, uh, we have this Jew over here, Schmelka, who didn't pay his debt. So as the punishment goes, he has to dance with my Cossack over here. And everybody knows the rules. If the Jew out <laughs> dances the Cossack, which probably not going to happen, you know. <laughs> then, of course, he's set to go free, doesn't have to pay his debt, and then I get thrown into the pit, and I'm starved until I die. <laughs> but as you can see, that has never happened to me. <laughs> I have the best dancer here. All righty. <laughs> All right. Bring him closer. How do you feel, Schmelker? Uh, 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 I'm <laughs> Starving. <laughs> Start playing the music. And he began to play the music. And they were dancing slowly at first. And, of course, the Spolyazeda pretended he was Schmelke. He wobbled, and he almost fell over, and then he tripped, and he got back up. He made it look like he was really having a hard time. And then the pirate said, Ha, 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 ha! He's not going to last too long! Play the music faster! And they played the next part of music. And now, as it was going a little bit faster, the Spolyazeda really made it look like that he couldn't dance. And he was falling away. And the poet said, All right, the fun is over. Now, really play fast music. And the music went faster. 
No, no, no. You know which one is Hap Kazak. Oh, da 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 how did he get this extra strength? Anybody give him a drink? No, I didn't give him a drink. 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 Nobody gave him a drink. How could he do that? And the Spolyzeta said, No, come on, let's go. He imitated Schmelke. And the Spolyzeta was dancing faster. And the music was going faster. And it was going on and on. And the Cossacks started to fall down. And he strolled to get back up. And he fell down again. And he kept falling and falling. And he was going, <laughs> Let's go slower. But the Spolyzeta said, faster, faster, faster. And they kept playing faster and faster. And finally the Kaza collapsed on the ground. <laughs> and the Spolyzeta said, get up, get up, get up, get up. And of course he couldn't get up. And he was so out of it. He was so zonked he couldn't even move another muscle. But the Spolyzeta was dancing. And then all of a sudden the people looked around. Hey, Porridge, what are you going to do? Yeah, Porridge, what are you going to do? Yeah, Porridge, what are you going to do? Yeah, Porridge, what are you going to do? <laughs> yes, Porridge, what are you going to do? <laughs> he outdance your cousin. He is free to go. And also, <laughs> Porridge, you got to go stop in the pit. It's your rule. We heard it. <laughs> I wonder who's going to inherit your property. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Schmelker, Schmelker, please. Listen to me, listen to me. You know, I, 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 all right, maybe I made this joke a little too far, huh? What do you say? Maybe you know, let bygones be bygones. I'll forgive you for everything. Uh, you don't have a choice. <laughs> I won fair and square. I am forgiven for all the debt I owe, and I'm going to go free, and you're going to go into the dungeon. No, no, no. I, I don't want to go into the dungeon. Please, please, please. Spare me, spare me. You're Jewish, aren't you? Yes, I am. Don't you have mercy on me? You're not like me. You better believe I'm not like you. So I'll tell you what. You sign a piece of paper, a document, clear, in front of all these people, and witnesses are signed also, that you will no longer have this ritual of this dancing with the bearskin on your birthday, is that understood? Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. We'll never do it again. Never, never. And not telling that, I want you to promise me that if any Jewish person or anybody doesn't have the money to pay their rent, you will give them more time. And you will try to charge reasonable rent so they could pay your time. Yes, Schmelker, whatever you say, whatever you say. And sure enough, he signed everything right there and then. And there were tons of witnesses. And then the Spolyazeda left. Nobody knew. It really wasn't Schmelke. They all thought it was Sh <laughs> They all thought it was Schmelke. They didn't know it was really the Spolyazeda. <laughs> That's right. They didn't. And so that was the story that the Spolyazeda told over to Avroham Hamalach. And that's how the Spolyazeda learned how to dance so fancy. And we also see, well, you know what? Why should I tell you? Let the people who call in tell us. Okay, so uh, we have time to take some phone calls? Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Yoo-hoo. 
Okay, try the next guy. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Are they on? Is it connected that I should hear? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me out there? Hello? Hello? I heard you, but we didn't hear them. Uh, let's try this one. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Yeah, oh, we got him. Hey, we got him. <laughs> live one, a live one. Yes, yes. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Me? Yeah, yeah. Yes, you, you, you. What's your name? Let's start with that. What's your name? Hello? What's going on? Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Rumi Bach, that you have a Kachaman. Right. And that um, you show is a dive that you have something good should happen to you. And also has connection to this week's Parsha. Oh, go ahead. Let me hear it. Moshe Bani has the Ibster had the Eden she get forgiven. Excellent. That's correct. That's right. That's right. Very similar. And also is um Scott's name. Alright. Oh. Well yeah, okay. Wait, okay. wait. Uh, two things. No, one. Okay. Listen. Um is the channel working? Um I don't have nothing to do with that part. I don't know. I, you'll have to call back later, and maybe somebody will give you answers what you want to hear. I don't know. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello, my name is Abraham Wachbert, and I learned that always have a monosca And And if, if someone, someone's ready to die, then, you, then you, have to, you have to give away your life for him. Excellent. Beautiful. Beautifully said. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's Hello, you're on the air. Hello? JWitRadio.com. Yoo-hoo! Hello? Your name is Shumi Rosenberg. What? My name is Shumi Rosenberg. I, I learned that you should always... That you should always be my spouse. Very good. Excellent. That's a, definitely in there. That's for sure. Shmelko is definitely Mispalo. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Riyad Ferrari, and I learned that you should always pray to Hashem and believe in Him. And Very good. Excellent. Very well said. Excellent. Okay, thank you very much. I always pray with What? I didn't hear the last thing. I should always pray with your heart. That's right. That's the best way to get your tefillahs answered. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Hello? Are you there? Hello, 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 hello. You're chopping up over there. Okay, go to the next caller. Hello, you... Hello. Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, my name is Paimati Steinman, and I learned that you should always be Mispala, and you should always dive in with your whole heart. And also, um, 
I knew what the list the Yiddish you said learned because because I went to a prom party with my great with my second cousins and they taught me Yiddish. Oh, excellent, beautiful. And I listened to all your stories on Wonder Words. Excellent. Thank you very much. So I hope you're listening to this week's story because my stories on Wonder Words this week. Okay, excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, next. Next. Hello, you're on the air. What's your Hello? name? Yes. My name is Mendel Zwiebel. Yes. And I, and I learned that I should always trust in a Sadik and don't brag and don't wake up people. Very good. That's in there too. Don't be jealous. Excellent. That's in there also. Very good. You did a marvelous job. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on here. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? You may be the last caller, so speak up. Hello, are you there? Guess not. We'll go to the next call that will be the last caller. Hi. Yes, hi. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Hello? Eleven. Yes, hello? Hello? Yes, you're on. Hello? Yes, I hear you. Go ahead. Tell me what lesson you learned tonight's story. Hello? Yes, Hello? I hear you. I'm hearing you. You don't hear me. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. You don't seem to hear me. All right, I guess we'll have to go to the next caller, unless Hello? that's it. Yes, I keep answering you, but you're not answering me. Hello? Okay, this is Hello? it. Hello? Yes, okay. Hello? All right. Hello? All right. Hello? Okay, so that's all the time we have. Okay, that's all the time we have. So until next week, everybody have a wonderful... Until then... Goodbye.